Welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. And Forrest. Howdy. Hey, guys. The way you paused right before you said my name made it seem like you forgot who I was. (laughs) No, I ran out of breath. (laughs) Who are you? What are you doing uh, on our podcast? Yeah, I I moved my mouth away from the mic to breathe in. Mm, just like Tay Zonday. Yeah, just like Tay Zonday. <laughs> that was the that was the reference. Oh I was going wow! For. Deep deep cuts. Yeah. <laughs> from the internet. It's not the deep cut, I guess, but it is a. It's not really deep. It's just an old head internet. Yeah, cut. old yeah. head, old head internet. You know me. Um, <laughs> old head internet. Um. All right, let's let's instead of talking about weird old memes on the internet, uh, let's talk about like we usually games. do for <laughs> yeah, twenty yeah. minutes. Yeah, it's you know it's not out of our realm of possibility that that's what we talk about. Um, Look, we can talk about whatever we want. Yeah, we only just usually always talk about video games, right? <laughs> that's true to be fair it, you know we I, do specify a gaming podcast yeah but we but it doesn't necessarily could, that's just the title to be that yeah yeah it's a title not an actual thing we have to stick to yeah i don't know <laughs> i i didn't play any video games this week so i'll talk about whatever you want to <laughs> like i mean uh i mean i played stuff um I mean, we talked about teeth last week we did talk about teeth last week um, I played video games in a loose sense of the word. Uh, I played more Dreamlight Valley. I've raised my friendships with characters. I'm visiting Wally's world to try to get him to join my village. What is this persona? Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, kind of. Isn't if you wanna... Wally's world just the future? Um, yes. yeah, depending or, or are on you visiting you him on that ship? Uh, you know, it's a little bit of both. Or are you going um, to a Walmart? No, mm. not a Walmart. Um, Came so or? like Wally's World, your Walgreens. Um, what mm. else have I played? I don't really play much. I played Marvel Snap a lot. The new season dropped. Nice. It's based on uh Days of Future Past, uh, which rips. So. It is based. You know. I will give it that. Like you, the new season has a really dope, uh, well, A, you get Nimrod in it. Uh, (laughs) I know almost like nothing about Nimrod as a character, but I love the name. Yeah, I don't know anything about Nimrod either. (laughs) Uh, But in the season pass, you get a dope steampunk variant of a Sentinel. Oh, yeah. So he looks neat. Okay, that's the pretty Sentinel solid. Sentinel looks cool. Like that. Uh, so, yeah. Does he look better than Overwatch One Punch Man? Jesus, yes. I mean, like, anything. I could <laughs> well, have drawn, we already I could have drawn the, what I think the characters look like, and it would have looked better. Uh, I don't... Uh, unless... You know what? And maybe... Okay, this is what I'll talk about. Fine. <laughs> this is actually a good thing. Uh, thanks, Seth, for lighting this fire. Um, You're welcome. That's what I'm really, do. at the end of the day, I know that at one point I said that one of the things about Apex that I wish they did was more themed skins. 
uh, based on properties, kind of like Fortnite. And now, no, I'm good. I'm good. Now you've seen what the the uh, lower end of the possibility spectrum there is. Right. I, I think also, like, there's a disconnect. Because in Fortnite, you are just playing as a Those direct one-to-one yeah. one of that character. Whereas yeah, for Overwatch, like, this skin crossover event thing is trying to fit the one punch man characters and designs into a world that and on two characters that are just not them. Which which is stupid. Because like uh I think the- Well yes, it is. But the designs themselves are also not like translated all that well onto the characters which they chose. Yeah. But well, you, I, you are right that I kinda it's like hard Doom, to compare to, Doom Fist, to Fortnite uh, which would just design put, it's hard to compare it to Fortnite, which would just put Saitama as himself yeah. in the game. See, but Overwatch could do it, and this is where, I mean, it's different, because, I mean, I'm sure there's hitbox differences and stuff, but, like, Smite has had insane add-on skin packs yeah. for their champ, or gods. It's gods and Smite. Haven't like, they also uh, just added in entirely new characters for like crossover stuff before or am i like misremembering no, every new every yeah they're all reskins okay yeah. gotcha every but they but a, they like completely change the models of the characters exactly i see it changed the models and look of the attack but it is the same attacks and stuff gotcha so like the ninja turtles one and the transformers one and uh avatar the last airbender uh, it it changes the look and feel, but the character mechanically plays the same. Gotcha. And so, and why man, it would be hilarious to see Doomfist turned as thin as Saitama is? Yeah, I, and I know <laughs> it would that probably that would make be him harder hard to, to shoot. Do. Right, but but it'd be really funny. Try harder. Like there, there's other properties doing similar things. Um, and I I don't know. It just doesn't look good. None of them look good. They all look bad. The uh, Doofus one is the closest to looking all right, but I like yeah, it. Just Doofus specifically. Not yeah. a, I just think it's kind of funny. Like, yeah, give give the character with the huge fist uh, the Saitama skin. Yeah, that makes works. Sense. I guess. Yeah, it makes, makes sense. Like the idea of it makes sense. Yeah, it, it's it's comic book that. logic pretty much. Right. Um, but they're really bad looking. Especially like when I first saw that when I saw first saw the Tatsumaki one, I was like, "Oh my god, this is awful." Um, but then I I think the uh, the Genos get Genji is probably the worst of them. I uh, yeah, I think it's uh, to me it's like a fifty fifty between that one and um, is that Soldier seventy six? Yeah, yeah. As a Moomin writer? More of a common writer kind of guy. Now, that would be cool. Even though uh, Genji kind of already has a common writer. Uh, that's. Uh, yeah, actually, it's probably more of like a super. And this is the better question. We can, we can get off of this. I Why are we not having Power Ranger crossovers with things? Yeah. This is my mm. other. My <laughs> it's other the anniversary rage. year. I. I like Power Rangers could easily be a Fortnite skin. It could easily be uh it could easily be a Smite skin. It could easily be 
That would work. That'd uh, be really anything. fun for It could be in anything. Um, constantly, Power Rangers is having crossovers with uh, all kinds of comic properties. And, like, and they're the, wonderful. the Ninja Turtles have just recently been Power Rangers. Yes. Uh, that series shreds. It looks really cool. They, but I've they seen, were also Power Rangers a long time ago. Yeah, that, that is canonically yeah. true. <laughs> yes. Um, but, like, at the end of the day, I, I just want more characters doing fun things yeah. and uh you know i feel like power rangers is a, is an easy win and it still bothers me um that's actually something i did play this week i played a lot of the mighty morphin power rangers side scrolling fighting game on my retroid pocket because nice uh i really liked that game as a kid and uh it's good it's a good game it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up. <laughs> you said side-scrolling Those... fighting game, and I'm like, that's a weird way to describe Battle for the Grid in them. I'm like, wait a second. You said <laughs> Retroid. I'm like, what is... What? I mean, I guess it could go on the Retroid because it's a... It runs on Android. a phone. Yeah, yeah. And so it, it should be able to theoretically run on the Retroid. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've been playing side-scrolling beat-em-ups and golden sun on there still nice but it's nice you know it's hard to that thing is a great great little investment that i've made i i love it it does not play gamecube as well as i want it to so Mm. um that's the only big bummer um there's a lot of slowdown um but it works that's the thing like it runs it just doesn't run like well, great yeah um so mm, i've got to tough. figure out yeah, yeah. i've got to re- figure out some of that um but n64 stuff it runs great except for uh the the one power rangers game i downloaded for it the power rangers lightspeed rescue um that's the only <laughs> that's the only game that uh doesn't work very well but all the other ones for N64 do. Um, but yeah, I've been playing like a hodgepodge of stuff. My my wife and I were watching, we were catching up on shows and anime this week. So uh, like Demon Slayer and uh, we caught up on Last of Us, which... Mm. I have been working through that. I've been doing an episode a day Man, this week. There was a line in the latest episode that I cannot wait for other people to engage with and hear. Was it I am the last of us? No, you know, it may as well have been. I, <laughs> I would have rather it been that. Um, I got, Oh wow. This is, I don't wish any ill will upon Troy Baker as a human. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to hear him work anymore and I don't want to see his opinions <laughs> on the internet, but like, I don't wish he would actually die. But I did get to watch him die. So that was cool. Uh, <laughs> if only Neil Druckmann would a, a roundabout way of catharsis. Yeah. Yeah. Neil Druckmann needs to put himself... Maybe he'll put himself in as one of the uh, uh, the, the fireflies at the end. Yeah, oh, I was about to say, he'll put yeah, himself he in would as jump the up doctor. That, he would jump up on that cross of being a doctor. <laughs> yeah. He would, like, he would love to be... Um, 
the yeah jeez he would man if, um, if that did happen then uh that would, I, and that would make you really conflicted about what joel does at, at the end of that game <laughs> yeah it would make me so conflicted would, it would make me so conflicted that i would actually switch sides <laughs> yeah i'd be like on my argument for it maybe joel did. maybe joel's not a bad guy <laughs> maybe he's a great dad <laughs> he's just and that's the only never mind i don't <laughs> not gonna be mean to anyone that reads his character a certain way but it's it is deeper than being a good dad. Please, God, <laughs> look into text more. Uh, it's fine. Um, but yeah, it uh, huh, this latest episode was fine. They yeah, they added a cult element to the cannibals, and I mean, I guess I don't know. Sometimes bad dudes are just bad dudes. You can just make them be bad dudes. Yeah. Um, Sometimes so I've been wondering, like, it. reading about the way that they've maybe not changed stuff, but like they've added nuance to things. I wonder if, like, once they finish the show and I've done two, if like this is going to be the definitive version of the story. So I was listening to another podcast today um, that talked about the 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 changes they've been making to Ellie over the course of this season um so yeah that to make don't... her her character in part 2 make more sense exactly uh <laughs> because it's yeah, such I've a I read about that too yeah and because it is it's a hugely drastic <laughs> shift right from the Ellie you know in the first game exactly um and maybe would be hard to pull off so film yeah it's interesting um i'll admit the left behind episode didn't do too much for me uh it was fine i was kind of bummed because i was looking forward to that because i didn't uh play that section yeah mm. i didn't play the dlc but because uh, for some god awful reason they didn't slip it right into the game where it should have fit yeah they could have just patched it into the yeah. game like as a flashback or something, but yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. It it no, no, it didn't land too much for me. Yeah, I'm halfway through uh, that episode right now, and yeah. I just same. It's not. I like some of the small moments, but it's not really doing much for me overall. There's Last of Us Corner. It ends next week, thank God. Uh, and then I guess I'll play Last of Us Two. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, burden I have. You're doing uh, what I do with like great. anime and stuff. Like a new season will come out of a show, and then I'll catch up on that. And I'm like, all right, I'll start reading from right here. Um, Look, we're 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 some some way or another, we're gonna wring a whole year of Last of Us content out of you, David. <laughs> it's terrible. I wish we didn't do this to me, but you know, it's fine. Um. Yeah, and then I also got like bummed this week because I realized that the the game this game that I've been wanting to play is still pretty far from coming out. Uh but the battle the My Hero Academia Battle Royale still is you know, they don't know when it's gonna come out. So Yeah, that's, that's always a bummer when like out of nowhere in your mind, you remember, oh, yeah, I remember that game. It's got to be close to coming out now. And then you look up and it's still TBA. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's been my week. I've been 
watching anime and wondering why some things look the way they do and uh, the gaming content I've been engaging with was more TV focused gaming than uh, in the the fact that it's a show that I'm watching. Um, Speaking of why things look the way they do, just to as an aside, the people who make Demon Slayer must have like an unlimited budget because oh, yeah, it every is. single one of those episodes is movie quality. Which is why yeah. they can get away with just showing three episodes on a big screen, and you know it. There is no downgrade visually, yeah. Or rather, there is no upgrade. Uh, and I guess that's how they can take an actual movie and just turn it into four episodes. But yeah, I was as I was also watching Demon Slayer, I had I I, I had that thought come into my mind. This I I'm really waiting for there is a demon slayer video game out there i'm really waiting for it to hit a sale where i'm like willing to throw ten dollars at the wall to play this game uh just because you know i love demon slayer yeah and so this game is probably gonna be bad but i'll get to play as rengoku or something i think it'll be lowercase fine you know i don't know (laughs) We'll see. Like, I don't know. That's the that's the thing I've always ran into with uh, anime games is that they're either absolutely stellar or they're all right. You didn't play Jump Force. That's true. I avoided that one <laughs> that like the plague. Was, that game was bad. I hear. Uh, My problem is that uh, if I wanted a crossover game that was an arena-style fighter, I would just go play Dissidia Final Fantasy. That is different. Yeah. Um... So yeah, Seth. What I I know what you've played. Uh, I'm ready to hear all about it, my friend. Yes, yes, uh, and I will tell you that before we got on, I this is this is the Wikipedia entry that I was reading. I was reading about the campaign against Dong Zhuo. Ah, uh, yes, of course. In, in the year 190, mm-hmm. in the late Eastern Han Dynasty, because I, of course, have been playing Wo Long. Fallen, what is it? Fallen, Fallen Dynasty. Dynasty. Yes. yes, the uh, the new uh, action RPG Souls like from Ninja Team Ninja. Not, n- Team Ninja. Yes, I was thinking Ninja Theory, but that's not what it was. <laughs> yeah, I said Ninja Gaiden, which is almost correct. It's almost correct. Yes, um, and the reason I'm reading is because the. <laughs> The game kind of plays fast and loose with the, um, the the introduction into the scenarios that your character is popping up through in history, and there's not really, not really a whole lot of, of of the kind of the detailed backstory, but between the the certain events that are happening, it's kind of a looser version of what Neo did yeah neo did that too <laughs> uh and it's prob and i like i i had i had less knowledge of the actual historical events that were happening in in neo and neo 2 and so i don't think i um clocked it as much but yeah there there was definitely um your character you would end and then it would there'd be a cutscene of <laughs> where like 10 years have passed and you're just in 
a new battle against new people. Um, but because I have more knowledge of the Three Kingdoms period and the romance of the Three Kingdoms uh, story, um, when it jumps from place to place, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, where are all these characters? What are they doing? Um, and I will, I will let me take a, a moment to shout out this podcast that I listened to a few years ago called the uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms podcast. Um, <laughs> where I forget who the narrator was. Um, it was Sun just... Kong himself. No, well, he's not in that. I know, but he since he's a great Chinese hero, he just uh, he likes but... narrating other stories. It, it was, was a bit. This, I'm sorry. This uh, his name is oh, it, it was just there. Where to go? Um. His name is John Ju. Uh, I don't know if yeah. he's Chinese American or just Chinese, but he did. How many episodes did he do? I think there were um, something like 85 episodes of him like going through the story and not reading it, but recounting it in a way that uh, sort of made more sense than. Or, or at least that in, that he didn't have to read it. And there are also episodes about like like bonus episodes that he did about specific references that are made in the story about cultural things in the time. So it was, it was really fun, and he did a lot of fun voices and gave characters their own catchphrases. And oh. um, yeah, it was a lot of fun, and that's where I uh, learned a lot of this interstitial knowledge between these different missions but but in the fashion of neo neo 2 you are a nameless soldier um in the three kingdom well the, the 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 late han dynasty period in china in ancient china uh the game begins at the opening is during the yellow turban rebellion um and you'd basically play as uh, this character who shows up at every major battle and manages to kill all of the the major antagonists of of whoever side you're on. You know, it's a lot of fun. Um, at the kind of um, self insert power fantasy type thing, and you yeah, get to you get to interact with these historical characters. Um, so yeah, it's uh, but it, it's. The, the gameplay itself and the the way it looked and the sounds like when I booted it up and and hit the the a button on them to go to like the the main menu it was it can't have been an ident like an exact sound that was pulled from the neo games but it was like the same type of sound um, mm. and it's just it's so much like I remember seeing it in the first trailers but it is like it it's clearly a a, a neo not Neo Three, but you know it's it it is that game, but different. There are some key differences um, that have been kind of confusing for me. Um, the like the the level up system and the the like you, it's not that you're individually pouring points into certain stats. Um, like the the stat system is based on this. Um, Chinese philosophy of the five elements, I think, is mm. what it's called. 
And so there are basically uh, five different categories that you can put um, points into based on each of the five five elements. And they they sort of each they each govern certain stats like as a group so it's kind of weird um but there are also like all of the spells are also divided into those five elements and all of the weapons and armor have like affinities to them so i guess the idea is depending on what you're using uh they give you like like pre pre-made categories for specific weapons um because in neo 2 there were a million stats and like it it was kind of, it can, it could be hard to know what it's best to upgrade based on like your playstyle um right. so i guess on one hand it's probably more streamlined but on the other hand because it's it everything is kind of um like there's a layer in front of the stats that makes it kind of at least for me kind of um it, it it feels kind of hard to to parse what's happening. Um, not that it really matters because I've I've mostly just been upgrading them all and being kind of uh, jack of all trades and master of none, as it were. Um, I mean, that's it's the fun way to play stuff like that to just kind of yeah, yeah. And I'm sure like it's also how I did Elden Ring. Just because, you know, I, I'm not... I, I think it that stuff is more for players who, like... For players who really want to min-max the stuff that they're doing. Like, I've never really got into those parts of games like that. Um, wanting to be intentionally overpowered in one certain way. I just want to, like, play it straight through. And maybe later I'll, I'll go back and, and toy around with stuff. Um, but even like I remember in Elden Ring one time I reset my stats and and built them all in a different way uh, and was playing and I thought I don't like this and I just went back and put them back into the, like the even across the board. So I don't know, maybe it's just like it's just how I like to play. Uh, there's also this cool um, the 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 stamina gauge that you find in games like this is replaced with something called the spirit gauge um it essentially like works the same um but like doing damage gives you positive spirit and taking damage gives you negative spirit and when you have to have positive spirit in order to use like spells and skills um so the game is like intentionally rather than letting you kind of stand back and and wait for enemies to attack you like it's you are um pushed to fight proactively rather than reactively which i think is a lot of fun it it's kind of how i ended up playing neo 2 uh, when i was playing it i found that that was the most fun way to play for me so um i like that they turned that into an actual uh game system here and there's also this weird thing called morale which is like so you have your level and stats but then there's like a by level kind of level or by stage leveling system so at each stage you start at 
morale zero and killing enemies increases your morale. Um, and so like enemies that have higher morale than you do more damage. Um, and so it's, it's, it's this weird thing where, is it like a stagger? No, it's just like a leveling system on top of your levels, uh, that make it. So I guess ideas that maybe, so you, you aren't going to be super overpowered. Like you're, you're going into every level at zero and there are going to be enemies that are at like morale 20. Um, so no matter what your stats are, they're going to do more damage against you. Uh, and like hitting enemies with, with fatal or with like the, um, stagger attacks can drain their morale. So it's, it's, it's sort of weird. And I, it, it's, it's one of those things that there are no, there aren't specific numbers that are indicating what the differences are. Like the the tutorial, it just says that enemies with a higher morale will be harder to kill, and so it's kind of like I don't really know what's happening here. I do know that when I find enemies that are like six morale levels above me, the battles are going to be generally a lot harder. Um, it's a, it's a neat mechanic, but it is kind of um, it, it's not exactly transparent what is happening there. But so it's. You know, it's it's interesting. the The big change is that it kind of adopts a um, similar to what Sekiro did, and that everything is based on parrying. Um, and there are like there are unblockable attacks that will drain your um, your morale and your spirit that you have to parry. Um, so it's 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 interesting. It, it definitely like I don't know that. I ever parried in um, Neo, like because because you didn't have to. Um, but in this game, like it, you you there is a role mechanic, but it will like it it takes it it puts you in a negative spirit when using it if you don't um, if you don't parry because the parry and the roll button are the same. So which. Which can lead to times where if you're not timing it properly and you're just spamming the parry button, it'll make you like roll out of the way um, and kind of put you in vulnerable situations. So it, it it's kind of it's a bit more demanding in that way than and that Sekiro was, but it doesn't really feel as to me. Maybe it's just because I I haven't really got the timing down yet. It doesn't feel as tight as Sekiro did. So, um, but it's it's interesting. Like there's enough. There's definitely enough um, differences uh, on the formula that that make it feel like a um, a different enough experience for Neo. So right. I will say that I'm. There doesn't appear like I'm trying to remember how like loot and gear worked in Neo because it doesn't feel like it's the same. And there's no like. I was going to ask if this no, was a really loot heavy game. I, I and I don't know how to sit what where it sits on that because you like enemies do drop loot and that is how you get different weapons but there doesn't really appear to be like gear levels like weapons and armor when you pick up don't have levels on them and so basically any any piece of the same armor will have the same base defense like you can take no like incremental stuff yeah, which I'm pretty sure Neo had. 
And so it's been really confusing trying to figure out what gear I want to use. Um, there are rarity levels, but th- that just indicates like how many um, modifiers uh, a weapon will have. Something like you take less damage from fire attacks, stuff like that on them. Um, and you, you can upgrade your your gear at, at a blacksmith to make it stronger, but it, it's it's been kind of confusing figuring out, okay, what weapon here is actually good? Because there are different, there are like multiple types of the same weapon um, category. And so I have, like I have two swords that have different names, and I, it's hard to tell which one is better at what, because I can't, I don't know. There's, it's, it's that, that's another thing that is not super clear to me about how it works, and the game doesn't really tell you. But, you know, that stuff aside, I've, I've, it hasn't hindered me from enjoying the actual, um, gameplay. Unfortunately, it doesn't have the, the huge, um, ability webs that Neod had for each of the different uh, weapons, which I really enjoyed. Um, Which I think may be the reason there's there's no, none of that stuff is here, so maybe it doesn't matter as much what weapon you're using. Um, So it may just be another thing that they introduced to streamline some of the game for a more casual audience um and i don't say that pejoratively i just mean people who like you neo and neo 2 were definitely real not grindy games but they were in they they were down in the in the nitty-gritty of of uh stats and customization and so i can understand why maybe they wanted to pair that back and to have a a more um general appealing game so this would say have more akin to like i guess not like elden ring but like a game where all the armor like if you get one type of sword and it has that stats you know if you pick it up again it's going to have those stats yeah i think so okay that's and good so to know it, it because just, it it kind of comes down to what the you know different modifiers on it are, um, and it's possible there is stuff that I haven't really been clocking, um, but yeah, yeah. At least my, it, there isn't anything that has stood out as as super important when it comes to determining what weapons and armor I'm using. Yeah. My my coworker Josh was interested in this game, and then once he found out it was from Team Ninja, he kind of uh, was not like turned off, but he became wary because he uh, he wasn't a huge like he loves Souls games. He plays all the FromSoft games. Uh, he killed every named enemy in Elden Ring. He's bonkers. Nice. Um, and but like the gear and the loot of the other ones, the of Neo and stuff was just not hmm. for him. 
That's so, interesting. Because I, I really like that because constantly giving you weapons that are stronger than what you had is kind of a... It kind of forces you to continually adapt to different weapons and learn learn more of the game that way. Um, and so I thought it was fun in, in that way. And, and, and so that's not necessarily here as much, maybe... And I haven't I haven't played a ton of front games, um, so it that might be something that is normal in all of those games. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, it's weird. They're like that. It has brought over the continual loot drops from the Neo games, but it doesn't seem to be as important here. Which is, you know, it's a it's kind of a strange thing, um, or maybe just. Like I said, something that I have not quite understood what the differences between stuff is yet. I don't know. Have you seen the trailer for their new game? Team Ninja's new game? Mm, I don't know. I didn't know there were, they had a new game. Um, It's a PlayStation exclusive. Is that the one that looks kind of like Ghost of Tsushima? It does look a lot like Ghost of Tsushima. Um, it, It's set... I believe in the same time period. Uh, hilariously, uh, it's called Rise of the Ronin. Rise of the yeah. Ronin. I did not see this. Yeah, very interesting. Well, I will. That's definitely. Um, that's definitely on my uh, set in the Edo in the late nineteenth century. Yeah, interesting. So you'll have well, that to look cool. forward to after I you do. Beat. They keep just <laughs> pumping games out for you. You, I'm glad. Although it, you, you know skipped. when they they said after Neo Two that they weren't going to make any more Neo games, and I and I was very sad because I thought that meant that you know they were going <laughs> to move on to making different types of games. But no, it, yeah. it seems like they're they're just going to keep pumping out the same types of games, just with sort of different settings. Yeah, they'll stop making Neo games, but they won't stop making Seth games. Yes. You and know. that's what matters. <laughs> and you didn't even play Final Fantasy Strangers Within. Not yet. I have it. I might play it after this. No, I probably we'll won't see. play it immediately after this because that was one of the things like when I first started trying to play it. When I played that demo, the controls were just so different that I, <laughs> my brain couldn't uh, yeah. figure it out. And in this game, too, in Wolong, there are... Um, the controls are just like marginally different enough that there are in, in the opening hours of playing, I would be pressing wrong buttons, trying to do different things. Um, it's, and it's weird. It's, it's, it's just strange how they, they keep, they, they change the mechanics of the games just enough to have to remap all, basically all of the controls. And, and, it, and it's frustrating and kind of, and it kind of makes me laugh at the beginning of the games. Man, but yeah, so this game is on Game Pass uh, and it is fully co op. Um, so I think I think it, 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 I think we'll have to if you guys can can hop on there. Uh, I think though, you have to get past the first level. And I've my understanding is that to the uh, the wide the general audience, that first boss is a uh, it's a it's a it's a big. Um, this progress halter because yeah, it's, it's it basically a big skill check. it 
you have to have learned the parry mechanic to have a chance to survive. What is this, um, Sekiro? Because the it it as I said in the Discord, I I got to it and I um I think on my second try, I I thought that I killed him and then he he tra- he has a second phase that just crushed me and and in that that is the one that you you have to uh, um you re- you have to parry if you want any chance of surviving in that in that um Ooh. but a cool thing cool thing about the game is that past that level you basically um you continually meet you know these historical chinese warlords um and if you don't have people to play co-op, you can at any time at one of the the there battle flags in this game that um you know the rest spots that that let you level up. You can summon two of them, and basically in any level, I think there are some stages that force you to play alone, and you can take them into bosses. Um, and so you can always have reinforcements no matter where you are in the game, which I think is is useful. And each the of them f- have little um what's the word they have uh these your your bond with them can deepen the more you use them, which I think has its own Ooh. special effects um which is you know you know I love to have a bar to fill who doesn't <laughs> I mean that's what all games are really is filling up bars, yeah, the first boss is Zhang Lang, yeah Zhang Liang. The from General of Man, one of the commanders of the Yellow Turban Rebellion. Famous from Dynasty Warriors. Yeah. That's I just I would want to play this purely to see all the names I recognize from Dynasty yeah, Warriors. Yeah, that's it is fun. It <laughs> it is fun seeing these characters that like the, the names that you know from other games and showing up. Like yeah. uh, Lu Bei and Quan Yu. Cao Cao. And you saw you saw the yes, visage I, of seen, the boy. I've seen the the back of of Lubu. Oh, yeah. And I think I'm about I think at the end of the stage I'm on, or in the next stage I'm gonna have to fight him. Oh you're Because I am currently at the uh, <laughs> the Battle of Hulao Pass. You're screwed. In which you have no chance. In the Just uninstall uh, the game now. <laughs> I'm hoping he's hard. Because he's supposed to be undefeatable. <laughs> he better. But the Battle be. of Hulao Pass is when, in the Romance of the Three Kingdoms, the uh, the three brothers, the sworn brothers Lu Bei, Guan Yu, and Zhang Fei, fought against him uh, to a standstill. I think so. Maybe I'll hop in and it'll be the four of us fighting him. Yeah, that would be cool. Oh, that'd be sick. That sounds like a cool moment. That I yeah, yeah absolutely. I and you and I know that it will end with a cool cutscene. Yeah, it doing has something to. crazy. Um, sick. That's exciting. Yeah, I've um, I've I've really been enjoying it. Um, I will say, like, I haven't gotten in quite a groove, and I haven't had these kind of insane um play sessions like I had with Neo Two, which is probably good <laughs> because of the crazy hours that I would fit into Neo Two, and I think some of that does come down to the 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 looting and gear system. Which was a constant driver in in Neo Two for me. Good. I you're 
the your comments about the loot actually made me more likely to play it. Yeah. If that uh Yeah, I can understand that. It it definitely makes the game uh, it it it's I I get why they will take some kind of mechanical not even mechanical complexity, just kind of the you know, what do you call the kind of gear grind? It it's sort of like it, it it's interesting so how in some games it works, and in some games it it can feel like a turnoff. Like in Destiny, you you only play that to to continually get incremental upgrades. Um, but yeah, I can understand why not having that in in a game like this, where there are other things that you need to be able to keep track of, makes sense. Stranger of Paradise really just turned me off from maybe their style of making game and so uh so sad i'm really glad yeah, that, that you know this uh i'm glad that you told me what you did about the loot it, it was mainly because the loot and the the weightiness uh and really it didn't it no favors that i played it directly after uh <laughs> elden ring um, yeah i don't think that would be a fun transition to make no it wasn't at all <laughs> um not one bit um so you know we'll uh we'll see what happens i i expect positive results will happen yeah Yeah. um i should i also want to tell you that um there one other game that i have been playing is because i am a crazy person i went and downloaded a neo geo pocket emulator and (laughs) and got a an English tra- a fan translation of SNK vs. Capcom Card Fighters Clash Two. <laughs> nice, and I ha- and I have been playing that. Nice, that's and great. in that game they added uh, what trap cards essentially that you can play when your opponent attacks. Which I don't Ooh. know how much I like it. It makes the game definitely more complex, but also makes the battles take longer. Um, but I have been playing it in the same manner that I played the first one. And just continually fighting, just continually doing card matches. It's very nice. fun, and I will still implore anyone who likes card games to buy the first game on Switch. Very nice. Uh, Forrest, what have you uh, been playing? Uh, still been grinding through Fire Emblem. Uh, I've gotten to the point where pretty much all my units that I actually like using and will consistently use are all upgraded to their secondary um like advanced classes uh and nice. i'm just shredding through everything at the moment uh i have gotten in, in this really bad cycle though of like i'll play a mission and then like uh seth knows this is in like every single mission pretty much you get like a new unit and probably a new emblem yeah, character anyways and it's ridiculous it is very ridiculous so what ends up happening each of my play sessions is that i will play a story chapter and then i will go play the paralogue mission for like whatever new emblem that i just got uh basically taking up like what the rest of that play session could have been like i would have been done with this game by now if i didn't take the time to do these paralogue missions every single time and I'm almost at the point where I just may stop doing them 
I don't know, but like I like the abilities that all these emblem characters have. And I think there's a lot of complexity to them and how you like build your characters around uh these emblem skills and whatnot. But like it is just too much of a time sink. You know the really. meme of the hit the bricks guy? Yeah. You know, that's, if it yeah. sucks, hit the bricks. Nothing's making you play it. Exactly. Or play it. Nothing's making you play the extra stuff. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. Because, like, with all my units and stuff advanced now, I'm just shredding through the story chapters. And that's really fun for me. I like just splitting off my group into, like, two two teams of, like, similar setups and just shredding through going through the map on like a like mirror sides of each other and then just meeting back up in the middle before i finish the chapter like something about it just feels really cool and uh, tactical if you will yeah mm. <laughs> um so yeah uh still haven't beaten it though because <laughs> this game is kind of long um yeah and but I have basically stopped doing almost anything in the Somnio because it's mostly pointless. Uh, I'll buy some stuff from the shop sometimes. I'll upgrade a weapon here or there, um, and do some like support and bond conversations real quick. But then I dip out of there pretty much as soon as possible to get onto the next chapter. It's a it's a pretty nice gameplay loop to be honest. Good. It's nice not having to subject myself to like a million extra things. Um, but yeah, Fire Emblem Engaged, still fun game, a little too long, uh, badly written (laughs) (laughs) or, uh, maybe not badly, just simply. And that's, uh, not the best. Sometimes simply is nice though. Sometimes, um, unfortunately it also leads me to the problem that I have with a lot of things that I like a lot where, if something's written simply, then I just start coming up with like a million potential ideas of like, ah, you could have done this with this character and it would have been so great. And mm. I just know that it won't happen because it's just simply written. Um, yeah. And there was no plans to do anything deeper. Right. And that's frustrating uh, from a story experiencing standpoint. But yeah, been doing that. Uh, the new. Oh, yes, Seth? I would say it is frustrating. Yeah. I experienced it. <laughs> Fully. And eventually I will be there with you. Um, but also the new season of Halo Infinite dropped yesterday. Uh, season 3, finally. After like a year and a half of this game being out. Uh, but it added in like three new maps um, and a new weapon and like a new equipment thing and some like changes and stuff. Uh, two of the three maps are pretty solid. Uh, one of them, though, I I played one or two matches on. And I think at the end of the first match, I was like, yeah, this map is not it's not for me. Like I like I don't dislike pretty much any map in in Halo Infinite except for that one. I don't even remember what it's called, mm. um, but it's like it, it's like super symmetrical and there's like a downstairs and an upstairs and this basically no man's land in the middle um, to pass between the two sides of the map. And it just led to so many instances where anytime I tried to pass over to the other side to actually, you know, get to the enemies that I'm trying to beat, uh, I would just get picked off 
it, like on the run over or I would get like my shields downed, but then I would make it to the other side just to get picked off by someone who was in the corridor that I was trying to get to. Mm. Um, so it just, it it's a map that doesn't have a lot of chances for like strategy or planning your way like through a multitude of different areas or like routes to get to where you are trying to go unlike pretty much every other map in the game where you have at least two options on how to arrive to an area uh, this map just does not have that gotcha yeah um it is not fun uh but the new the new weapon the bandit uh is essentially just the dmr from halo reach but it doesn't have a scope so you can't do a full zoom in on it and that's my only problem with it it feels great. Uh, it It's like a five-shot kill, which actually can go by pretty fast. Um, it, I'm really good at getting people's shields down with it, but then when it comes to actually finishing them off and just scoring that single headshot, I choke up every time and <laughs> usually end up getting killed uh, in the terrible. meantime. Yeah, it is very unfortunate. Um, so I'm definitely going to have to go back to the firing range like... Uh, you and I did when the betas were happening for Infinite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm definitely planning on going to the firing range for it and just, like, practicing with it because I like this new gun a lot. Um, and I'm excited to see how it gets implemented into other game modes and previous maps and stuff because they've already uh, put it on some wall racks in the previous maps. So Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So it's been uh, shuffled in. So it's pretty fun coming across it. But also, like, since there's no game mode that has it for its starting loadout, uh, you just don't really get many opportunities to actually try it out and learn how it works. Um, and I don't think it'll be put into the campaign mode either, uh, even though I really wish it would, because that's where I kind of learned how most of these weapons work in Halo. You know, you try them out of campaign so you can dive into multiplayer without feeling like you're starting from square one. Right, experience exactly. Wise. Uh, and yeah, uh, th- there's a new equipment uh, thing too called the Shroud Screen. It's essentially just a like a smoke bomb hologram, functionally. Um, it's just this dark blue orb that you can't see inside of or see outside of. Um, but you can still shoot in and out of it. So honestly, just throw like a few grenades or a rocket or something (laughs) into it and you're probably going to get a kill out of it. Um, but it's, uh, it's pretty useful in some like capture the flag game modes and stuff. Uh, and other like objective. Right. Yeah. Um, it, I'm very curious to see, what new uses we kind of come up with it as the weeks go on. Um, just cause like these are very new, uh, things to give to the players in the sandbox in which they play in. Uh, eventually someone is going to come up with a use for this thing. That was not the intended right use, you know, or at least not the primary usage for it. Um, I definitely think it could be used as like a decoy, like, oh, let me shoot this thing over at another entrance that I'm not at and just make the enemies think that I'm over there, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Um, Sneaky. Yeah. And then uh, Battle Pass is massive uh, this time around. It's got like 187 items, give or take. 
Um, and they added in this one armor core that's based off of the SPI armor, which me and like maybe three other people know about because the SPI armor is the armor that was originally used by the Spartan threes mm-hmm. uh, instead of the Mjolnir Mark five B variants that they got uh, like during reach, like that noble team uses during reach. Yeah. Uh, the SPI armor is like, it was introduced in this novel from like 2006 called Halo Ghost of Onyx. And that is like the best, uh, like extended universe thing I've read from anywhere. I love that book so much. And so finally having this armor that was like, that was featured so heavily in that book and finally seeing it in, in game and like be acknowledged and getting to make a Spartan with that armor. Like it's just, it's fulfilling uh, certain ideas I've had since I was literally in like fourth and fifth grade. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's just, it's some, just some childhood wish fulfillment. Yeah, of course. And it's uh it's really cool. And then uh, there's another armor core that was added that just looks like the armor from crisis, which is pretty sick, but also it has like nothing to it right now. Cause it's going to be part of, a, of an event in like two weeks. So, um, would you say this armor is a crisis core? Yes, I made that joke uh, last night to one of my friends who does not play Final Fantasy, and I got crickets, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, a good joke, that makes though. sense. Yeah, but uh, I, I'm glad crowd. to know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wrong crowd, but uh, you guys would have loved it. <laughs> the joke that is. Um, I loved it so much I made it myself. Yeah, exactly. That's, you know what they say about great minds. Um, yep, they have the same thoughts. Yes, down to the exact word usage. Yep. Um, but yeah, Halo Infinite Season 3, uh, pretty pretty solid time so far. I like basically everything that has been added in. Um, the only problem is that the game in the menus runs kind of horribly now. And uh, every time you boot up the game, so far for me at least, it has shown me the new season cinematic cutscene every single time, despite the fact that I have watched it once all the way through and I've told it to skip the cutscenes now. Um, and then earlier today, it just completely reset my HUD colors, <laughs> which really threw me off. Uh, when it, we, I was playing my uh, one of the opening matches uh, in the session today, and I felt so off in my game because of it. Like it's crazy how just a like a color change, right? Uh, just completely threw off my my ability to just recognize what I was shooting at, basically. Um, but yeah, Infinite Season Three, hop on it, maybe. See uh see all the new stuff that you've probably missed out on for not playing for like a year. It actually feels like a full game now, which is a, a full game and then some. Because uh, back with the winter update, I I do I was of the opinion that it felt pretty pretty solid finally, and now seeing where it goes from here is uh it, it the future looks bright despite the fact that the single player division was gutted, um, which I'm still very sad over. I mean, rightfully so, in my opinion. Yeah? I would like to have seen what they were going to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But, you know, it's me. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) 
I would uh, I would like to see more story for my Halo games and you know plot threads actually being followed up on. But right, who am I? You know exactly. But that's uh, that's it for me. Uh, all right. Well, uh, with that, we we're going to be right back after the break with the news. Hi, Big Joe here, and I'm here to tell you to check out Suplex the Sticks on all social media platforms at at Suplex the Sticks. Links for the socials and the invite to our Discord are in the show notes below. Subscribe and review the show on your favorite podcatcher, and while you're at it, let your friends know about the podcast. It's the best way to help us grow our community. And with that, back to the show. And we're back. All right, let's let's talk about some of this news. Uh, a bunch of small things, and then a couple of meteor things. Um, none of them relating to meteors themselves, just that oh, they're dang. bigger pieces of news. Sephiroth would be disappointed. I understand. I am too. <laughs> um, uh, Wargroove Two was announced, and oh, yeah. they are nice. now taking uh, inspo from. Uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses, and that there's going to be three storylines mm. ah. uh, that I'm sure will converge in many ways. Um, I feel like this is going to be a game which I will probably convince myself into thinking I will want to play, and then I uh-huh. will get it, yep. and then I will not be uh, compelled by the gameplay, as I was that's, with the first one. Yep, that's what happened with the first one with me, too. I hey. still own it, and uh, yep, the... Uh, I mean, it's on my Switch. Can't get rid of it. Ah, it's that's digital. True. Same. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can so delete it. I can. From the Switch. But, but I still like to look at everyone's one and be like, man, I'd like to play that. Yeah. And not do it. <laughs> I would <laughs> like to enjoy playing this. Yeah. Um, but then, the, you know, then you don't play it because you know you probably won't. Right. But hey, maybe um, this one will be different. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm with you. Um, Redfall is going to have crossplay between console and PC. Thank God. Uh, so that's mm. good. I and mean, it doesn't mean anything for us. Right. Uh, right Not something really. we will take advantage of, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but the options. That's there. good. Yeah. yeah it's I'm, good. I'm happy that it's there. Crossplay the is important. It should be a norm and it shouldn't be a news topic. But alas, uh, <laughs> every time I go to play something with someone, and find out it doesn't have crossplay, it uh, blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, it's what it is. Uh, did we talk about the Elden Ring DLC announcement last week? Yes, right at the end. Right at the end. Yeah. That's right. Oozing Tree. I can't remember. I could not remember if we talked about it. And it wasn't in our list of topics from last week. <laughs> I, I brought it hmm. up right at the end of the show since yeah. we didn't get to it in the news section. Um, Dead by Daylight is getting a movie adaptation uh, huh. which is very confusing because it is like a Smash Brothers uh, everyone's right, here. It's just, of it's just an adaptation of movies. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it, but it also has a bunch of original creations in there But too, no one cares about so. them. Yeah, Not really. People Everyone play cares. them to be the movie villains. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I hope all of those movie villains show up. That will make it worth it. That'd be fun. Like a Freddy versus Jason, Alien versus yeah. Predator <laughs> style. Uh, 
I'll tell you, Seth, one of the most funny things I've ever experienced in my life was playing Dead by Daylight and the way that uh, Ghostface moves through the map by like running super fast uh, is it is unintentionally very, very funny. <laughs> uh, it is the best. You just see Ghostface him, is great. Yeah, you just see him hauling across the map with his arm. Arms yeah, moving yeah. fervently up and down. Just pretend it's uh, like scary movie two ghost face. Yeah. Um, Honestly, there's not like a whole a scary lot of movie difference one. between there's not a whole lot of difference between Scream and Scary Movie Ghost Face. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think of what Dead by Daylight original characters I thought are actually interesting. Uh that's the game still is like very popular. Yeah, it's still kicking, uh, but very hard. Yeah, a lot of people still be still are playing Dead by Daylight. Yeah, one of my it's it's one of the one of the games I constantly hear my roommate playing. There is this guy streaming. He's always talking uh, to chat. Uh, what's his name? He, he's got electricity. Electrocutioner. Uh, Herman Carter, the doctor. Uh, uh, yes. He, the he I, that his, iconic name. <laughs> the he, doctor. He has his eyes. <laughs> his eyes are basically like cut out, and, or like the eyelids are cut out, so his eyes are open, but he, he can like flashbang people. Uh, <laughs> and it's super with his eyes? awesome. No, with, yeah, essentially. So. <laughs> He, because of how horrifying he looks, and because he's a doctor, he makes the survivors see multiples of him. Oh, uh, so they don't know if it's actually you or uh, a hallucination. Oh, and Jesus. you can throw down like electricity traps to slow people down. Uh, I bet the movie will have the nurse woman. I know there's he, an evil nurse. There is an evil nurse. Uh, it'll probably have Anna the Huntress. I really like her. She's Bunny Mask Girl. She has uh, hatchets that <laughs> nice. she throws. Uh, it's very Bioshocky. Um, and you know, whatever. It'll maybe it'll have, have Nemesis. The, maybe. Yeah, I was thinking. Uh, let's throw Nemesis and Jill Valentine <laughs> into this movie. And uh, the Demogorgon. Oh, and Albert Wesker. Also. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested. I mean, Seth is also in this like. Uh, he's been watching a lot of horror movies for some reason. Uh, so I, you know. I couldn't tell you, but I have been this. Uh, maybe you, maybe we should do a night of playing dead by daylight. I think no, playing fun. it is I'm a good. different thing. Yeah, it is a fun game. It I is, don't want to. It's not for me. Unfortunately, if we're going to play anything horror adjacent, it needs to be back for blood. <laughs> no, <laughs> I wouldn't say that's horror adjacent. I wouldn't either. Uh, I'd say that that's honestly it's, more comedy adjacent. It's frustration adjacent. <laughs> the quarry, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's happening. <laughs> One day. <laughs> One we will day. do it. I Listen, it will happen. I just won't say when. No one will. Do you think it's just that the survivor gameplay isn't for you, Forrest? Or if it's the would you rather only want to play like this, the killer? Because that's the more diverse gameplay. Probably. Because that is one of the things. The, the survivor gameplay is just healing generators. Yeah. It's not the best. Yeah. It's like, 
Yeah, I would definitely would rather just play as only the killer, but then also I'm not a fan of just like one V like five or whatever like situations. Like, oh, so you weren't a big fan of Evolve? No. <laughs> I also wasn't. I also wasn't a fan of Left 4 Dead's versus mode. (laughs) Man, I will never forget that first wave of hype when Evolve debuted on the E3 show floor, and everyone like unanimously thought it was great. And then, yeah, I I played that beta. Came out. I, I was, I was so excited to play that game. My life is pain. Yeah, suffering. even um but yeah uh what a what a time (laughs) um mortal kombat 12 was announced on an earnings call yep Hmm. so that like they they upended their own yeah it was announcement also like didn't wasn't mk11 the last title they did or did they have injustice 2 last they didn't uh no, it was I think MK11. It was, yeah, yeah. So it's weird that they're off putting their own seemingly um set schedule for these two projects and IPs that they are forced to swap between. Not anymore. Yeah. yeah. Now they just get to <laughs> only do Mortal Kombat, I guess. Anything's possible. Yeah. And it's all Mortal Kombat all the way down. What if, we, what if we get a new uh, Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe game? That'll never point? happen. What if... Yeah. I would have to imagine some of the characters have their appearances from the recent-ish Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, if not... But it is a bit late to be trying to get any kind of brand synergy from that. Yeah. I mean, there's a second Unless movie coming out. the story of the game is the story of the movie. It's a soft reboot. Or I guess there was a Mortal Kombat based on the movie, like the old movie as well. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't affect. So they could do that. But I doubt they will. Since it's right. got a number. You know things with a number. That's. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, I certainly do know things <laughs> with a number. Yeah. Uh, That's one thing I know. With numbers. <laughs> Listen, I'm tired. Anything. <laughs> I I don't know. Um all right. Uh Mortal Kombat. Hopefully it is there is stuff based off the newer movie cuz I actually enjoyed that movie a lot. Uh and I would like to see them do something with that. Um and I mean that genuinely, not sarcastically at all. <laughs> so but there did you mean been, that genuinely? There should have been more yeah. Mortal Kombat in that movie, though. And maybe the next one will have more. Here's hoping. Um, all right. Uh, and then the big the big piece. Well, okay. There's another one. Uh, there was a weird, random trailer of a new Dragon Ball Z Budokai being announced. Yeah. Budokai yeah. Tenkaichi. Tenkaichi right. Very important distinction to make. Um, but other than that, we got nothing. Yeah. But I'm still so happy. <laughs> it is exciting. Classic I, Metroid Prime 4. Just give us a logo, people will go nuts. Give us a logo in like two milliseconds of potential 
uh, cutscene and or art direction, and we will talk about it for the next five years. Hey, Goku went Super Saiyan, God Super Saiyan. Yeah. So, it it's there. This he, is this is how I will experience the Dragon Ball Super story. The way yeah. it was meant to be done, them, yeah. just like the rest of the series is meant to be done, was through the Budokai Tenkaichi games. <laughs> that hurts, <laughs> because I actually like Super. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of people don't, but Listen, I do. I'm saying nothing of its quality, just that... The, the Budokai Tekaichi series is the definitive way to experience Dragon Ball. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just that everything that is involved with it is elevated by the fact that it is... It hurts. Budokai Tekaichi. Okay. <laughs> um, and then the last thing is Starfield is delayed until September. Mm. I'm so shocked. Truly. I, I wonder if, the, if September is what they meant by delayed up to September. September is when they're going to announce the next delay. Yes. <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, and we're going to get a... the. Uh, like a this is their words. No, not a showcase. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. This is their words. A Starfield Direct. Uh, Listen, uh, if the terminology works, keep using it. Even if you didn't come up with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame. It just seems like, there, you know, there's a lot of words out there. Probably that could fit more with Starfield. I can't think of any off the cuff. So maybe, you know, they, there's a point there. But it's just like, I don't know. I, People I'm call a- things directs. I'm also You're never going to a- live up to the actual direct. So what are you, what are you doing? Sure, but I'm also just of the mind that, like, why does each brand need to have a specific, like, title for each of these things? Like, you got Ubisoft Forward, Nintendo yeah, Direct. Yeah. Just call like, it a showcase. Yeah, just call it a showcase. It's all the same thing. Except for because Nintendo, who, who pioneered the, the, the form. Yeah. They can continue yeah. to be calling Direct. The rest of you get a generic name. They want to be able to have the hashtag... That's what they want. Yeah. They want to be able to do the hashtag and for it to be unique. I mean, even Nintendo doesn't stick to it all the time. Like, you've got the Indie World showcases. Yeah. You know? It's a different thing. It's a different thing, I guess. I mean, Xbox or PlayStation has showcases and... And State of Play. State of Play. Oh, jeez. They have, you know... And Xbox has, crap, what's it called? You know, they have their things. They call them direct sometimes. Yeah, they, they, don't, then, they don't know what and they're sh- doing. They've done showcases. Um, they do have a have had a weird name for it, though. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, we're going to have a Starfield Direct in June. And um, who knows what that's going to look like. Who knows what that game is going to be? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to play it. But I, you know, it's free for me, I guess. Not technically, kind of. It's Game Pass. Yeah. I lose nothing by jumping in. Except time. It's true. Yeah. Except time. And Those games I've, are time sinks. I've given time to worse games. It's true. <laughs> Very. For sure. 
Uh, so I played a lot of Fallout 4. <laughs> and <laughs> That game is so fun with mods. But like base that, game, that game is. Bad. I wasted too much time. <laughs> um, yeah, Nick Valentine is the best though. Sure, um, I yeah, I wish I liked that game more. Um, but yeah, was there any news that I missed in my notes? Uh, yeah, the Golden Girls Take Manhattan DX <laughs> uh, got a wonderful uh, Persona esque trailer today. <laughs> <laughs> saying that I've it'll drop that. this winter it's free or something too. like that yeah i'm sure it's free <laughs> as they would get sued yes if it wasn't free <laughs> uh, uh not really to news, me but it did I, happen i did I, post it in our discord <laughs> i would say it's pretty massive news oh we finally get a golden girls game let's let's end on actual news let's wait i have something I'm, Okay, go for it. And it's weird because this isn't a game I've played, but I so I follow. I forget why I first followed them. I follow Inti Creates on Twitter. Yeah, as you and should. They, and they, I'm trying to find it. I just saw this. It it was like a press release that they have they, to change the title of their most recent like so they released a game like last week called Grim Guardians Demon Purge which is kind of like a, a you know Castlevania type game yeah and they it's like funny cuz they also Indie Creates also worked on the Bloodstained games yeah yeah oh. yeah <laughs> uh but this one looks more in the style of like uh, Mega Man 0 uh it's got that kind of you know that their art style to it um but like an hour ago i saw this tweet important announcement inti creates is changing the title of grim guardians demon purge to gal guardians demon purge because of some freaking trademark um complaint that they received from the owners of something called grim guard oh grim guard we all know it yeah we all love it it's unfortunately they have to settle with an inferior name yeah that makes me uh feel like a weirdo for even wanting to play the game right if i if that had been the name initially i don't think i would have clocked it or i would have deliberately ignored it yeah so just a weird thing that i saw right before we started recording Mm. i saw on twitter nintendo touting that you can now play every side-scrolling Metroid on uh, on the Nintendo Switch. Wrong. That's interesting because there's Samus still Returns Samus is Returns. not on there. Yeah. Unless it is. I don't know. It is, it, Maybe they're just qualifying Samus Metroid 2? Returns as Metroid 2. Yeah, but the remake. Okay, it's still Metroid 2. <laughs> Stop it. It's Metroid not, 2. It's definitely not the same game. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, I I don't know. It's like Final Fantasy VII Remake is not Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. It's yeah, like, but is it really getting that by different? On a, it's, it's getting it's by like, on a technicality. Yeah, yeah. Is it really that different? I'm curious. I, yeah, they're. I mean, they are the same game, quote it's unquote. It's the same basic structure, but, like, they play entirely different. Right. 
Okay. It's got the but, gameplay that Dread had rather than. Okay. Yeah. The, like it's a prototype like, for you know, Dread. But like, did they the redo the map different. and the story? I think some of the map has changed. The, yeah, the map has changed. Um, but and there the story, is extra like, story stuff. Yeah. I mean, the story okay. in the first one was just, hey, go to this planet, go to this planet and kill these Metroids. Yeah. And then you spare one at the end. Right. And they Alien added stuff. stuff. About the Chozo in this one. That leads directly into Dread. Alright. All right. I was just... I, I mean, I saw a tweet that said it. I'm yeah, sorry. I think they no, are, it's like, okay. like Forrest know. said, they're I'm sorry that by we are, technicality. Yeah, I'm sorry that we're so pedantic. <laughs> I did know that this remake that was more than a remake was so touchy with you people. <laughs> It's only touchy because it should be playable, honestly. They yeah. Any Metroid before Metroid Fusion doesn't matter. Metroid Fusion is where it started, and then... Zero Mission is one of the best games I've ever played. Metroid Fusion is where it started. <laughs> and you can't. And and you, you also can't play that on Switch. That was just you Metroid can't play Metroid 1. 1. Yeah, but Metroid <laughs> 1 sucks. <laughs> just like Metroid 2 sucks. Yeah, but Metroid 1 didn't have the Zero Suit, which is a point in its favor. I hate the Zero Suit. I think it's I, stupid. Okay. I just don't like it. We all know that Fusion is the best suit. Also, the, the Dread Suit. Uh, well, me. I mean, Dread I, I, really Dread I pre-ordered, set it up. I pre-ordered a Figma for that Dread Suit. Also, you, uh, you've not seen the Light Suit from uh, Prime 2. Oh, very true. I I'm just saying. I but get yeah, it, Fusion's, I guess. Fusion's great. Top uh, top tier design for sure. I mean, the only two games I've played that are Fusion <laughs> and Dread. So uh, the only two that matter. The only two that matter to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, whatever. We should find a way to give Federation Force a shot. I think that would be fun. If oh, they what, put that on Switch, I would play it. Yeah. What was the honestly? other Metroid game we played, Sith, on the Wii U? Pinball? Oh, the, oh wait, the Wii U? The, oh, Other M? And the Nintendo Land. Oh, Nintendo yes. Land. That was a <laughs> great Metroid, the Metroid game. The, yeah, it was a multiplayer shooter. Nice. Uh, No, I never played Other M. Sith That's did. so fine. And I watched God, him play a decent game. Okay. Uh, game sucks. Good. Isn't that another uh, Team Ninja game? It is yeah. a team game. <laughs> I watched Seth play a decent chunk of other M. You've been at his house. You have been slaves to Team Ninja for years. <laughs> it appears yeah, it's, it's like Stockholm syndrome. I'm pretty sure. It's not, I'm not sure if he actually enjoys any of it. He just it, it's more of an exercise at this point. It's like me with well, three four look three. Because like I definitely played. Um, I think the fr- when I first got into it was with the Xbox Ninja Gaiden games. I never played any of the Dead or Alive games, but yeah, That's from fine. then on, I played many of their games. Hyrule Warriors, gosh, that was Team Ninja. <laughs> Co-developed with Omega Force, of course. Yeah, I've played a lot of them. Like most of the the majority of their games they've made have been dead or alive games, and I haven't played any of those though. You didn't play Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, the Black Order, like I did. That's oh true. My gosh, that was a Team Ninja game. That was a good game too. 
I like that game. Too bad there will never be another one. Yep. Maybe there will. Yep. But, all right. Well, we appreciate you listening to us be very silly. And I guess me have a limited working knowledge of Metroid and how the remakes have changed the foundation of that entire franchise. <laughs> uh, but whatever, Metroid true. Fusion. I'm, I'm just over here like the guy in third place just yelling Metroid Fusion and drinking like with the champagne yeah, bottle yeah, that yeah. meme. Uh, and um, I get that dropped today. So that's oh, that nice today. That's why Very nice. it's a thing. Time for Forrest to put in a 10th playthrough. Yeah. Actually, I never finished my first. Because uh, I, I, one, <laughs> one of my friends, he's like the biggest Metroid uh, fan that I know. Uh, he was going to mod my 3DS uh, to get it on there. And I gave him my uh, flash drive. And I just haven't seen him since. I talk to him all the time. He lives in Orlando. So I just I don't get not. to see him. Uh, I guess, yeah, that's right. I had Metroid Fusion on my 3DS. <sighs> but it's because I was... You lucky son of a gun. It's because I was part of the Ambassador program. Yeah, I didn't get my 3DS until the 25th anniversary Zelda. <laughs> yeah, you bought the 3DS released. back when it was bad. <laughs> no, Seth, you know the true story of this. I bought it. it. Yeah, I know. I'm saying back before, or rather before it was good. And, I and bought it. Had to had to change the price to get people to buy it. Yeah. No, Seth. Walmart dropped the price early, and I bought it. Yo, the week before the time ran the out. The time for ran it? out. Oh my god! At Walmart for the price of what it dropped to. I love when Walmart messes up, and so <laughs> I got into the ambassador program. For the price of the normal <laughs> the 3DS. Drop. Oh, my God. Yeah, for the lower price. I am so jealous of you for that. I played Metroid Fusion a lot in Yoshi's Island a God, lot. God bless. Uh, still games that I play over and over again. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So I've I had the Ambassador Program games for a long time. Nice. But Will you play Metroid Fusion again now that you can? Oh, that's always a possibility. Oh, probably good. will. Good. I love that game. Uh, I, you I should finish Prime it, first. I want to put it on my TV. I man, just start texting me and bother me to play Prime <laughs> because, okay. like, that experience was such a drastic momentum killer for my brain with that game, and yeah. I haven't gone back to it yet. And uh, like the dopamine hit of just farming little flowers in Disney Dreamlight Valley is really hard to... <laughs> it's hard to overcome. Hard to break. It's hard to from. overcome. And so uh, I had a good thing going with Metroid Prime and then the hour-long setback happened. So um, I, I'll get back to it. I'll, I'll... I'm not... This weekend is not busy. This weekend is not busy. So I... It's a Metroid Prime weekend. This, this past weekend, I went into the grid, finally. I yeah. was always picturing what it was like inside of computers and uh finally i got in and i got to ride <laughs> the neutron roller coaster but uh, this weekend it's back to talon four yeah, yeah it's back to talon four but god i wish i was on the grid make make a freaking <laughs> we all do 
Make another Tron. I mean, they're making a Tron game, but make more. Make, make more. all Tron games. Yeah. Uh, I also did find out this week, I don't believe the Fusion Suit is in uh, Prime Remastered. Ah, that's Sad a to say. Mm. We'll see about that. Maybe with the, <laughs> maybe with the inclusion of Fusion uh, today, they'll we'll patch it in. Um, but, all right, with that, we appreciate you listening and... I already started that before, and then we got silly again. Um, And we will talk at you next week. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye.